Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to Buffalo Bills Football Monday, the official voice of the Buffalo Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550 and WGR550.com. Sports Update. The Bills remain undefeated at 3-0 after surviving a Rams comeback yesterday after blowing a 28-3 lead only to make up for it at the end of the game. It's just about execution, you know, maybe the lackadaisical effort that we were given, and that's on me. I got to be better for our team and our offense. I got to find ways to get the ball moving and, and get past the sticks, and I can't throw an interception, and I can't fumble the ball and then lose my cool like that. So you chalk it up to a few of those things. Maybe we hold on the ball, maybe we punt. Um, we don't give them a short field. Maybe we're looking at a different game. And we rebounded back. Proud of our guys. We'll celebrate this one tonight and be focused on the Raiders tomorrow. That is Josh Allen. The Bills will have some roster decisions to make this week ahead of next Sunday's game with the Raiders. Cornerback Josh Norman, wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins, and offensive lineman John Feliciano are all eligible to come off of injured reserve this week. The Bills don't have a home game until October 15th, hosting the Chiefs on Thursday night football. Erie County Executive Mark Polencar says the Bills are asking to allow 9,000 fans at that game with the longest tenured season ticket holders getting priority. Polencar's adds that the county is open to allowing 10% capacity, which would be roughly 7,000 fans. New York State is expected to consider it further tomorrow. Monday Night Football tonight on WGR. The Baltimore Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Kickoff is at 8.15, and our coverage here on WGR starts at 7.30. To hockey, TSN's Bob McKenzie tweets he's checked in on some Jack Eichel trade rumors only to find out the Sabres have no interest in trading Eichel, and Eichel has no interest in being moved. McKenzie does say, though, that some teams, including the New York Rangers, had called the Sabres about Eichel's availability, but those talks went nowhere. In the Stanley Cup Final, the Dallas Stars look to force a Game 7 with the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Puck drop for Game 6 is at 8 o'clock. To the NBA, the LA Clippers have fired Doc Rivers as their head coach after seven years with the team. That according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. And in baseball, for an update on the Blue Jays, let's go to Brian Koziel. The Blue Jays wrapped up their regular season on Sunday with a loss to Baltimore. That put Toronto at 32-28 overall for the regular season. A very impressive 17-9 home record at Salem Field in Buffalo. Now the Jays are heading off to Tampa Bay to face the Rays in the opening round of the playoffs. Toronto is the eighth seed in the American League. They'll face the top-seeded Rays in a best-of-three series, which starts on Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. in Tropicana Field. Covering the Blue Jays, Brian Koziel, WGR. Thank you, Brian. This Blue Jays update on WGR is brought to you by Taco Bell. Order ahead and pick up your Taco Bell favorites at their contactless drive-thru. 
for WGR. I'm Joe DiBiase. Get breaking sports news here first. Download WGR on the radio.com app and select push notifications. Breaking news on the home of the Bills and Sabres is brought to you by Pennzoil. Motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enjoy a tall, cool dude. What is this? What, what are we doing? What in God's name are we doing? What? Our lives. What, what kind of lives are these? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. It's the nightcap. Are we going to be sitting here when we're 60 like two idiots? We should be having dinner with our sons when we're 60. We're pathetic. You know that? Yeah, like I don't know that I'm pathetic. On WGR Sports Radio 550. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes. Yeah, well, let me clue you in on something. There isn't. Welcome in to the Nightcap Brief Edition. Joe DiBiase here, normally on a Monday, 7 to 7.30, kicking you, getting you ready for Monday Night Football. And it's about as good a matchup as you can possibly have, not just for Monday Night Football, but for the league in general. Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson. Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes. Kickoff a little over an hour away. We'll have coverage here on WGR starting in about 25 minutes. Doing a little quick math. Because we've got Josh Allen. It is September 28th. And the man has already reached a hunt a thousand yards. It took, and I guess it's not. I mean, he's he's on some lists right now. ESPN stats and info has been putting this out that he is on lists of guys who have thrown six touchdowns uh, in three wins. The amount of yardage, like he is on a historic pace right now. And I mean, we were talking about Josh Allen taking a step before the season. Did anybody expect this? I don't think anybody could have told you in their right mind that, yeah, I expect him to take a leap, and I expect him to be on a 5,000-yard pace and a 50-touchdown pace because, of course, he's going to come back down to earth. He's not going to throw for what his current pace is right now. And this really does speak to how elite of a level Allen in this Bills offense is playing at right now through three games and now we have a good defense in the books we have a good team that they just beat it was a weird one but after those three games Josh Allen's on pace for 5,536 yards 53 passing touchdowns five interceptions and that really shouldn't even count because the only interception he threw should not have counted at all 448 rushing yards 11 rushing touchdowns that's his pace I mean, MVP. That's that's well beyond MVP. Allen only needs to play, honestly, for me, about 75% of the level he's playing right now. Maybe that's a little, that's taking it too far back. Something between 75% and like 90%. That, that's, what, that's what you need from him the rest of the season. And this team's, I mean, sky's the limit. And it's hard to be upset about anything right now. Yesterday's game... Yeah, they took their foot off the gas yet again coming out of the second half. And that is something that's worrisome. But I will say this, and the thing that was cycling through my mind as the Rams were putting together that comeback was 
The Bills have showed this through two games. They let the Jets hang around a little bit, but because the Jets are the worst team in the league currently, they were never putting together a comeback like that. You had the Dolphins, who they let hang around and even let take the lead at one point, but you were able to put them away in part because they're the Dolphins and they weren't going to be able to match you stride for stride the whole way, even if they did put together a great second half. Then you got the Rams. And the thing that was going through my mind during that comeback was this is what these were warning signs that we saw in the first two weeks where they stalled in the third quarter. They let the opponent back in the game, but this time it's the L.A. Rams. So this time it's not going to go well. You're not going to get bailed out because of the strength of your opponent. But, hey, they did let that happen. That final drive, though, was a work of art. And that is the final type of drive that Josh Allen could put on the field. And when the rest of it is working, then it matters. Because I, I made a stat comparison between Josh Allen and Tyrod Taylor before the season. Kind of debunking the fourth quarter comeback and the importance of it in Allen's first two years. Because when you look at it, the reason Allen has had so many opportunities for fourth quarter comebacks is because his numbers through his first two years were not just average, they were pretty darn bad in quarters one through three. So honestly, to put together a record that's above 500, you're going to need fourth quarter comebacks. That's why there were so many of them, because there were so many opportunities. But this year, this year, when the rest of it is working, and you still know that, that that's in your back pocket, that should never be your go-to, is that you got to come back on a final drive in the fourth quarter. Should never be your go-to. You want to play with the lead, you want to get ahead, you want to run your opponent over. And... The Bills, though, to their credit, have been able to do that at times through the first three games. But it is nice to remember. And remember that you've got that in your back pocket. That, hey, if you do cede the lead to the opponent and you've got to put together a touchdown drive with four minutes to go, that this offense and this quarterback is more than capable of doing that. And that is the first time that we've been able to say that in 30 years. It's the first time this offense has really let the lid off of what its its potential is. And that's, I guess, trusting your quarterback as much as it is the, the philosophy of what the offense is. It's sustainable, is what it is. Because the Bills have had hot starts. They've had plenty. They had one with Ryan Fitzpatrick. They had one with Trent Edwards. They had one with Tyrod Taylor. But... The reason that this seems more real is, one, it's the precursor is two out of three playoff berths in three seasons. It gives a little bit more legitimacy to what's going on. And then in turn, it's how they're doing it. I almost don't care that the defense is not playing well right now. I don't care that they let, what, is that, have they let up 60 points in the last two games? They let up 28 to the Miami Dolphins. And then... Yesterday against the Rams, that was 32, so exactly 60 points in the last two games. It's not really a concern of mine because you're going to see a team tonight in the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have been elite since Patrick Mahomes got there. 
And when he first got there, the defense was not all that good. It wasn't all that good at all. But they were still one of the best teams in football. They were still a Super Bowl contender. Last year, the defense got a little bit better. They won the Super Bowl. This year, it's even better. And now they've like they're sitting with a good defense. And I'm telling you, it does not matter to the sustainability of the Kansas City Chiefs. And whether they're going to be a Super Bowl contender year in and year out. Sure, it's nice to have a great defense. But this was always the issue I had with how the Bills built it up. And I guess at this point, it's three years down the road. They got to it eventually. So who cares as long as we're here now. But a big reason why I was not a fan of the Bills building the defense up first in the McBean era and then getting around to the offense was... You, the sustainability of a team in football is the strength of your offense and the strength of your quarterback. And if that's not working, the rest doesn't matter. And this season, you're seeing what's happening. They're 3-0. They've played, they've won two games in a row by field goals. But just because of the way they're doing it, because they're throwing the ball as much as anybody in the league, because they're throwing the ball as efficiently as anybody in the league, because the quarterback has really been on the money with his accuracy. That throw to Cole Beasley on the run to the right, stepping away from Aaron Donald, who was coming from behind you on the left. By the way, go watch that 3rd and 22 conversion from the touchdown point of view. From the end zone point of view, you see Aaron Donald coming around the left behind Josh Allen. I have no idea how Allen sees Donald coming and knows that he's got to scramble out to the right a little bit. That's maybe an under-talked about part of Josh Allen's game is his pocket awareness. Aaron Donald's coming from behind. If he stands in the pocket and tries to deliver that ball, there's a very good chance that he's getting hit and that ball's coming out and the game's over. But... Allen slides to his right, and he delivers that ball to Cole Beasley exactly where it needed to be. And this is why accuracy was always such a big deal with Josh Allen. Because until this season, he was not this pinpoint accurate quarterback. He wasn't. He was a big play guy, and last year he took strides, no doubt. But we were still missing that deep ball. 20-plus yards down the field, and you can see an example like that play, that third and 22, as to why you need to have pinpoint accuracy consistently. Because where Allen puts that ball, not only is it catchable for Cole Beasley, but it is on the outside of his left hip so that when he catches it, he can quickly turn to where the opening is and get that first down. Because if that ball is even... Six inches to a foot to the right, and Beasley still makes the catch, he's probably not getting the first down. And that's why accuracy's always been so important. And that's why, really, I've always been skeptical of the Allen pick. That it would ever come to this point. Because this is really unprecedented. It is, and that's fine. And it's I'm can you it's astounding and it's amazing and it's in, so fun to watch. But it really is unprecedented. There are not quarterbacks in the league that are great right now or really that have been in the past. There's very few that 
had the accuracy issues, the mechanical issues that Josh Allen had when he came into the league for as raw as he was, that turned into the fine-tuned quarterback that he is today, or at least that he has showed through three games. And that's not to belittle the pick. That's not to belittle the player. It is just an odds game. The Bills took a risk by picking Josh Allen, and it paid off. And they're going to reap the benefits of that, hopefully for a really long time, as long as he continues to play at this rate. Because if he continues to play at this rate, I don't care what the defense is. I don't care how good your rushing attack is. Because if your quarterback plays like this, that will make up for the rest of it. Remember the Houston game last year? Do we remember what Deshaun Watson did in that game? I've spoken on this many times, and it was a it was a big point that I was making going into that game, that Bills Texans wild card game. The Bills had everything: advantage Bills on coaching, on the structure of your organization when it comes to the general manager, and just all of it in the uh, in the management. Bill Bill O'Brien is the coach and GM there, and he's maybe not good at either one of them. Continuity was in the Bills' favor. Offensive line was in the Bills' favor. Defense was in the Bills' favor. Running back was in the Bills' favor. The Bills had everything. But what was proven in that game is if you get outplayed by the opposing quarterback, it can make up for all of it. And that's exactly what happened. Deshaun Watson went Superman mode in that game, and he put the Texans on his back, and he won that football game in overtime against the Bills. And now, that game gets played again? Hard to say that, really hard to think Houston wins it. Because this Josh Allen probably matches that Deshaun Watson. At least playing like this. And then there's no way. There's no way a team like Houston's beating you in that game. And this is set up for an incredibly interesting season when it comes to a division race with the Patriots. When we're talking about contention for that number one seed, there's only one bye week going forward now because there is a seventh playoff team. So only one team at the top will get a first round bye. And you've got two teams playing tonight. One of them's going to lose. The Chiefs or the the Ravens are going to lose. And they are they are they are the class of this conference still. And until the Bills knock them off or can do it as long as the Ravens or Chiefs have done it, then I'm always going to want to think of them as one step below. And as long as that's the case, I'm thinking more about the division than I am the conference. The Bills are on track to win their division. New England looks really good. And those will be two incredibly important games. But I I don't know how New England beats this team playing like this. I don't know how the Bills lose to anybody playing like this. It's so good on offense. The receiving core, at the rate they get open, and with the quarterback throwing the ball like this, I just don't know. I just They're one of the most unstoppable forces in the league. They should be. Chiefs in two weeks, three weeks, and there's a there is Mark Polonkar, Erie County executive, saying today that we could have limited capacity by then, and, and that he did say 
the team is asking for like 9,000 fans. The county's okay with 7,000 fans. The state is supposed to talk about it tomorrow. So maybe we get a couple more steps this week towards having a limited capacity crowd in that Thursday night game against the Chiefs under a month away. That's their next home game, by the way. Bills only have one home game until November 1st. At the Raiders, at the Titans, home Chiefs, at, at the Jets. And I just, I don't know how they don't win 10 games. I mean, at the minimum. And if that's the type of team we're talking about in the long term here, then start signing, I mean, they have started signing everybody, I guess. But Allen in the contract year, we thought that was going to be an interesting discussion. I think everybody thought that would be an interesting discussion. Because it would have taken this for it to be a consensus. that you Oh yeah, you lock him up on that big money deal. You give him $35 million a year. You give him what the elite young quarterbacks of the league are getting. It would, have, it would take a season like he's starting to put together. And even some of his biggest fans, who I'm sure would have been expecting a step forward. I mean, this, this is not a step forward. This is not a leap forward. I mean, this guy is... He's really doing something that's unprecedented. And it's it's fun. It's fun, but at the same time, like there is kind of this uh apology tour going around on social media. You know, like some of the out of town guys that don't watch Josh Allen a whole lot, like Omar Kelly uh from down in Miami was one guy that I saw doing this on Twitter. Manish Mehta, uh who covers the Jets was doing this. Like there's some guys in the media that are doing it, and it's like fine, whatever. But All I want to say on this front is, it seems like some Bills fans that were with Josh Allen from very early on want to do a victory lap because of how good he's looking right now. And, you know, of course, as a a Bills fan, I understand why if you're right on somebody, a player, you're going to want to take a victory lap. But I would just seed caution in that, especially as someone who is a drought generation Bills fan. When you have been with a franchise and been supporting a franchise for so long. And it's kind of the same story so many times in a row. Started with Lossman, really. Trent Edwards. Ryan Fitzpatrick. EJ Manuel. Tyrod Taylor. You had... You had Brian Brahms sprinkled in there. You had your Nathan Petermans sprinkled in there. All of those quarterbacks that came through, all of those coaches, all of those teams, there were moments in almost each one of them that made you want to believe. There were definitely times with that Chan Gailey, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Bills team that made you think, like, oh yeah, this is going to be a playoff team. There were moments with Trent Edwards, Like 2008, four games in, the guy was being talked about an MVP candidate. And they were 4-0. You really wanted to believe. There were plays J.P. Lossman made where he's throwing the ball 80 yards down the field to Lee Evans on a rope. And you're thinking, yeah, I can believe that there's going to be something here with this guy. Tyrod, same thing. Started out so hot, kind of plateaued. But at the beginning, it was like, all right, we kind of caught lightning in a bottle here. This guy came out of nowhere. 
We got Rex Ryan as the coach. This is fun. He's a big name. He said we're going to the playoffs. The defense is still really good, we think. You could have easily believed in that moment. But at some point, especially if you're a drought generation Bills fan, if you're a Bills fan in general, I don't think you can blame anybody for taking a long time to buy in on what's going on right now. Not just with the coach and GM, but with the quarterback as well. Because there's a difference between loyalty to your team and blind loyalty to your team. And to me, when I looked at Josh Allen, there were signs that he could have been very good and there were signs that it couldn't work. And given that we had all those quarterbacks I just mentioned come in and out, where there was a little bit of that at times each with each guy. Me personally, and I'm sure a lot of other Bills fans out there, it was always going to be really hard for Josh Allen to get everybody to buy in. And no doubt, throwing for 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns to go along with your two rushing touchdowns, like that's hard to do. But he's done it, and now it seems like everybody's on board. So let's just all enjoy it, and let's start rooting against New England on a week-in and week-out basis. Like, I, I'm ready for a real division race for, like, the first time ever for me. Like, I am ready for that. And not only to be playing catch-up. Like, there's been thoughts of, oh, yeah, like, you know, New England loses these next two, and we win the next two, like, we're right there. And then we're playing them for the division lead. Like, none of that. You're playing from ahead right now against the Patriots with this division. And that's where I'd like to keep things, and that's what would make the rest of the season even more fun. 803-0550 is the phone number. Any last thoughts here? And in fact, actually, I got to go. We're out of time because uh, we got to get you to Monday Night Football. Chiefs and Ravens. Kickoff is actually just about an, under an hour away. We're looking at an 815 kickoff in Baltimore. Um, so stay tuned. Coverage starts next. Our Westwood One coverage here on WGR. Thanks everybody for listening. I'll be back for a full show tomorrow. T- talking more about that Bills-Rams game that we saw on Sunday, and we'll start to look ahead to the Raiders a little bit. Plus, I mean... It's not fun, but I feel like I'll have to maybe bring up this Jack Eichel Twitter thing from today. I'll do that tomorrow, too. This has been the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase. Thanks for listening. This is WG. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.